All right, all right. It's that time again. Coming to you live from the Warren RV Storage Studios in Farmington Hills. It's the wrap with Maz and Friends. Again, it's one of the friends. Brendan Senate here. We have a, a special guest that I'm going to introduce here in a minute. Uh, but again, we are brought to you by the Warren RV Storage Facility in Warren. Uh, as for our guy Roger Z, uh, Warren RV Storage is the largest RV storage facility in the area. They have approximately 1,000 storage sites, large sites available to accommodate vehicles from, from 20 feet to 75 feet. They have pull-through sites and tons of other amenities. Again, like I said, if you are trying to store your RV, Warren RV is the place, and Warren RV and Storage is the place, 6900 East 14 Mile Road in Warren. Uh, Give our guy Roger Z a call. Tell him the rap sent you. So um, it's Thursday afternoon here, a little after 2. Uh, the Masters is underway. Uh, Tiger Woods is playing well. He's 3-under. Um, let's see. Paul Casey currently in the lead at, at minus 6. Uh, some of the other bigger names tee off this afternoon. Tuesday show, we hit enough on you know the Lions uh, and the Redskins coming up Sunday. Uh, we got college football. We have, um, let's see here, we got Michigan uh, hosting Wisconsin. That should be interesting. We'll see if the Michigan players decide to show up. They really haven't the last couple of games. Uh, and we have Indiana, who just took down Michigan at MSU on Saturday. So interesting slate, kind of the kind of the dog days of sports. It's it's we all we got is football right now. Um, so we thought we'd bring in a very special guest. He he joined us on the phone last week. Um, he is a former NFL player, former NFL executive. Uh, as stated, he worked with the. He's currently working with the Fritz Fowler Association uh, to help with the minority hires in the NFL. Uh, he was so good last week on the phone. We're trying to make him a regular part of the show. CB's probably going to be pissed at me that I brought him in first, but our good friend Larry Lee is in studio today with me. Larry, thanks for joining me, my friend. It's my pleasure, man. Uh, got a nice little bike ride in, and uh, the weather is starting to get a little nippy. But uh, this is, you know, still good enough to ride. Compared to the other, day, you know, yeah, and, and you know. I, this place is always hard to find. You know, I, I sent Larry the address last night, so I was kind of waiting out in the in the foyer for him. And I mean, again, what an entrance! The guy pulled up on his bike. What kind of bike you got? That's an old uh, Suzuki uh, Intruder. It's a two thousand. Uh, 20,000 miles on it, uh, just keep it in great shape. And, you know, I didn't ride. I rode for about 10 years greatly, and then I put it down for about another seven or eight years, just started to pick it back up again. Very cool. I mean, the yeah. guy came, I mean, what an entrance. He came in, he, he backed the bike into the space. You could see on the camera he's got the, uh, he's got the, the riding jacket on. He's looking good. He's looking better than me. Uh, he, he's, he's, you know, like we said when we had him on the show, I'm a terrible friend, and I did not stay in good touch the last few years. Um, you know, families growing and life and stuff like that. But man, he he, he looks fantastic. I, I I'm definitely gonna go get on the treadmill when I get home. Cause, uh, you know, as I was telling you, man, you know, I do that uh, virtual workout uh, three days a week. Uh, it's me, Lomas Brown, Mark Spindler, uh, Alan Hughes. There's about six of us old lions, man. We we still at it. Lomas put this thing together, so it's a pretty good deal. That is pretty cool. So again, we I, we. You know, we, we could always we could beat the dead horse. I went over the slate on Tuesday. So what I wanted to do is, like I said, CB said it last week when you had it on. You came into the league. You 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 went to college in the late '70s. So let's start there. Um, you you played in what I think everyone kind of defines as their favorite time in the NFL. I mean, that's when football was football in the '80s, the early to mid '80s. 
You played with some of the all-time greats. So let's let's just start from the beginning. I know you're from Dayton. You, you got recruited. You left Dayton to go to UCLA. Kind of kind of give us the backstory. The, the the floor is yours. Well, well, growing up in Dayton, you know, um, it's a sin to grow up in Dayton and not if Woody Hayes wanted you to play for him and not go to UCLA, you know, not go to Ohio State. Then uh, so basically, I defected when I you, you, blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you yeah. Left when the I state. left, uh, Woody Woody was after me pretty good, and uh, so was Bo, and uh, to stay in the Big Ten, but. I have an older brother that lives in L.A., and he was in L.A. at the time, and our dad uh, was kind of sick back then, and so we wanted to try a family move and get our dad, mom and dad out of the the winters and that kind of thing. They were older, Smart. and uh, so we were going to—it was it was a partly a, a, um, a family move decision thing, and uh, okay. although I would have loved to have stayed in, in Ohio and played for Woody and— and it would have been an honor and everything, but uh, you know, when I uh, did that shortly after I signed my, my my letter of intent with UCLA, my dad passed away. So God bless him. You know, I was uh, I was already committed and decided to just go ahead and stay. And and uh, honestly, I, you know, no better college experience. I say big, UCLA has uh, the big three. Um, Back then, UCLA was a was a force in football. Sure, you know, and it's not so much as uh, now, but not not so much now, rather. Right, right. But um, back then, UCLA was a nice force in, in in collegiate football, and I think it has the best of what I call the big three: academics, athletics, and social life. That's it. You can't go wrong <laughs> with the social life. You I'm know, sure. So um, those you were a single things, guy at the time, right? When yeah, you go those to LA. three things were unbelievable in LA, and that's when LA was on fire, man. With the you know Showtime Lakers and that's right. You know, Magic. Uh, we're the same age, but Magic had left college early and went to the Lakers. And seventy nine, seventy nine. We all became boys, and so I'm hanging with Magic and the Lakers and Showtime and and Ken Easley, uh, my college teammate who went in the NFL Hall of Fame a couple of years ago. You know, Kenny was big time in L.A., and uh, so we we had carte blanche to the Rams to the. That's awesome. You know, so it was it was just a great time of life, and uh, and then I got drafted by the Lions in the fifth round in 1981, and I got to show love to the class of 81, arguably one of the greatest classes draft classes in the NFL. You got guys like Lawrence Taylor, you got Ronnie Lott, Hall you of got Famer. Mike Singletary, Hall of Famer. You got uh, Ricky Jackson. Hall of Fame. You got Russ Grimm. You got Howie Long. (laughs) You know, all of us came out in the same draft, Dexter Manley. uh, And I can go on and on. You named just an entire wing of Canton. Did I say Lawrence Taylor? Yes, you did. Okay, all right. Okay, just, just, <laughs> you let know. off with LT. Okay, you LT, can say him twice, uh, Ken Easley. Ken Easley. I mean, the list, I can go on and on. Great, great uh, a class of 81 in the draft. And so I came to the Lions in the fifth round, and uh, I played five years here. Uh, Daryl Rogers came and didn't have much for me for some reason. I couldn't do much to please him. Sure. So he uh, he released me mid season in '85. Okay. And uh, that he cut me on like a Tuesday, and Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. I get a call from Monty Clark, who was our coach the year before, and Monty said, "Larry, you know Monty was a longtime Shula Don Shula assistant sure, during sure. the great days, Off the Shula tree. Yep. Okay. So Monty calls me the next morning at 5 a.m. said, "Larry, what happened?" I said, "Coach." You know, Dura Rogers just didn't like me for some reason. Uh, you know, I don't know what, what, what the case was. But anyway, 
He said, well, I called Don Shula. Um, I told him about you. They're going to claim you off waivers. Go down there and make me proud. So that's how I got to the Dolphins. Boom. You know, played a couple years with the Dolphins. And then I walk in the, the office one day or in the locker room, and Shula asked to see me. So he says, Larry, uh, he says, man, uh, you got some friends at the Broncos. And I said, I do. He said, Alex Gibbs, the old offensive line coach, uh, the offensive line coach at the Broncos, who used to be at Ohio State when you came out, they needed some linemen. So um, they, he said, Larry, I just traded you to Denver. They gave me a fourth-round pick for you. Uh, it was a little, you know, I thought it was fair and, you know, so – I uh, traded you to Denver. That's how I got to the to the Broncos, and I okay. played two years at the Broncos. And so, no ill will. Don Shula stayed on brand, all class. Yeah, kind of told you how the situation went, and when when you got traded, and got and, traded, and you were cool with it. It was a business. It was a business, and I understood. So I got to Denver, and uh, I enjoyed playing for Dan Reeves, and you know, uh, obviously, we went to the Super Bowl. That was the year um, that Doug Williams and the Redskins beat us up. You know, in sure. the Super Bowl, but uh, at least I got to say I, I went there. You, you started know? that game? No, I didn't start. But uh, uh, when I got to Denver, I started at center maybe half the season. Okay. And then I got hurt. And then when I came back, um, I was a pretty good athlete for my size. So Dan Reeves put me at fullback, H-back, tight end kind of thing. Okay. So I did that, you know, during during the playoffs and that kind of thing and nice yeah yeah so and I, I backed up all the linemen just in case but um that was kind of my story in the league anyway when sure. I when I got with the Lions Monty Clark told me he said Larry here's my plan for you he said you're you're very valuable to me because you can play both guards and center and maybe some tight end you know sure. h-back kind of thing he says so what I'm gonna do is uh you're gonna be like my sixth man uh you should Probably, you should be starting, but I'm going to have you back up all those positions for about four, three, four years. Then you're going to start for about four or five years, and then you're going to steal a few years, a couple, three years, and next thing you know, you'll have a 10, 12-year career, you know? So that was Monty's plan sure, for sure. me. Sounded great. But then he got fired. Right, <laughs> and right. That went out the door. and uh, So then I get to the Lions, and, um, you know, Lions, Dolphins, Broncos, now it's time to... Uh, think about life after football and Mel Farr who helped me go to UCLA who recruited me out of high school had me uh, do some work in his dealerships and then I went into their Ford Motor Company dealer development program okay and I was gonna I was gonna try to get a dealership maybe with Mel or just one on my own and sure never never really materialized but it taught me all kind of business skills and negotiating skills and that kind of thing so Chuck Schmidt calls me and offers me a job in the front office uh, with the Lions in 93. And uh, I came there as the, uh, I went there rather, as the uh, pro personnel assistant. And they were starting this new thing in the league called player programs. It's now player engagement. Okay. And so I was I was the assistant pro director to Kevin Colbert, who is now the Steelers general manager. And we're still He's your guy. We're still best friends. We okay. talk two or three times a week. It's great. And uh, so I did those two things. And then Bill Ford Jr. Uh, was taking over at that time. And he brought in some specialists uh, to organize the front office and that kind of thing. And what came out of that was that they were underutilizing me and my abilities and talents and sure. all that. So he promoted me to vice president of football operations. And what was a blessing there 
was that in the NFL front office, you're either a personnel guy, I either, you know, uh, Bob Quinn, Rick Spielman, those kind of guys, or you're an administrative guy like Rod Wood or uh, uh, Rich McKay down in Atlanta. Well, I was blessed to do both. Sure. You know, I, I was still in on all the cut trades, transactions, personnel side of things. But then on the uh, other side, that's where I, I handled all the team operations, contract negotiations with Chuck Schmidt and uh, some with Tom Lawan, you know. And so we were the contract negotiators. And, and so we did those things. And, and so it was a rare trifecta for me, you know, being a former player and a guy doing the personnel stuff and a guy doing the, the business side of sure. things, which kind of made me pretty rare. Absolutely. So I did that for nine years, uh, and then uh, uh, the Lions had a, another idea and brought in Matt Millen. You know how that worked out. <laughs> and so Matt uh, Matt came in and uh, and let me go, and uh, from then I've been kind of consulting and and uh, mentoring players and that kind of thing. Like last year, I helped uh, Rashad Gary, you know, okay. get him ready for the draft and. Over the years, countless players that I've talked to and worked worked with, and did some consulting, and I, I would still work work some things with Kevin Colbert um, and the Steelers. I go over there for training camp. Very cool. And I go to every every year. I go to the combine and hang with Kevin. All, okay. All you know. That's all awesome. During hum, yeah, combine and we watch film together and we time together and we talk about different things. So Kevin still bounces a lot of things off of me, and I like to. Consider him probably my best friend or one of my closest friends. And Great. We talk regularly. And uh, so there we go. Uh, so after not getting another job back in the league, you know, I, I was sitting on another talent and I said, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. If you know the music history in Dayton, Ohio, sure. everybody grew up playing some kind of instrument. So I, I, I could play a bass guitar pretty good. Sure can. <laughs> so I. Um, uh, I was sitting around waiting on the next team to call and pounding the pavement and sending my resume out and the whole thing didn't get a another bite. So I said, you know, I prayed about it. And good Lord said, Larry, don't limit me to the NFL. I gave you so many other talents and different things. So, man, I started, I picked my bass back up and here we are 18 years later, 10 piece band traveling the world I've been out with everybody, Chaka Khan, George Clinton, Morris Day in the Time, you know, just... Some great acts. You know, I play some uh, bass for Aretha Franklin, and, wow. you know, just all, just just been blessed, man. So your your football career and music career, you've, you've crossed paths with so many legends. I mean, what what a cool thing. What I a know, cool life you've I, led, right? I, I still get the, the, the cheer of the audience, you know, sure. with, the, with the music thing, and like I said, I... Uh, uh, I been on stages with Chaka Khan and and you know blocked for Billy Sims and was in the front office with Barry Sanders and what you know legends what, what a life man yeah what a that's life. great yeah been blessed yeah so take us back to UCLA so you were there seventy seven to eighty who was who was your coach at UCLA Terry Donahue Terry Donahue another yeah. another legendary name Hall of Fame Hall college of Fame coach. college coach yep. yep and then like you said some of the big names you played with um, Freeman McNeil obviously you already mentioned Kenny Easley. And then, and then Jay oh. Schrader came in. He was a freshman your last yeah. year, right? Yeah, Jay was. But my, I tell you what, my freshman sophomore year, UCLA was loaded. Sure. Uh, you're talking Manu Tuiasosopo, you know, number one pick for uh, the Seahawks. Uh, Jerry Robinson, four-time consensus All-American. Um, 
Yeah, Brent Boyd, who played, uh, who was a center at the Vikings for about 12 years. Okay. You had Max Montoya, Max, you know, who played oh, yeah. 15 years. In, uh, Great you know, lineman. Max and I played side-by-side side at UCLA. Okay. Uh, let's see, Brent Boyd, Max Montoya, Jerry Robinson. We had Johnny Lynn, who played eight years as a corner with the Jets. Tim uh, Reitman, right? Tim Reitman was on that team. You know, great 85 bear. Mm-hmm. You know, one, Yeah, one he was ten. solid that year. Yeah, yeah. Tim, uh, we all played together. Theodis Brown, James Owens. Uh, Theodis was an all-star running back, first first rounder. James Owens was an Olympian uh, who, uh, who got second in the uh, – 200 meters in the Olympics, and he went on to play with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we were just loaded, man. Bruce Davis, who long-time tackle for the Raiders for about 14 years. Um, my The offensive line at UCLA my sophomore year was, was phenomenal. Okay, break it uh, down. Max Montoya was the left tackle. Okay. I was the left guard. Um, Bruce Davis, I mean, I'm sorry, Brent Boyd was the center. Louis Sharp. From Detroit uh, was our right guard who played 13 years in the right. NFL. I remember him? Yep. And Bruce Davis, who played 14 years with the Raiders, was our right tackle. Wow! And that was our offensive line my sophomore year, and uh, we had we had all kind of guys. Jerry Robinson, longtime you know Eagle and Raider, and just uh, it, it was a pretty good time to be at UCLA. If you think we had talent. SC was loaded. That's where I was going. Was was oh next? Was you played God. against those USC teams, right? I mean, SC, Ronnie Lott. Uh, they had Marcus and Charles White Marcus, in the same Charles backward, backward, White, right? Jeff Fisher, uh, Keith Van Horn, Don Mosbar, uh, Mosi Tatupu. Um, uh, they were loaded. Uh, Clay Matthews. Uh, I mean, you name more it. Hall of Famers. All yeah, they were they were they were loaded. But that was that's when the UCLA USC rivalry arguably was the best, the best rivalry football. in college football. Now, did you did they did they go to the Rose Bowl all four years that you were there? or Did you guys get to a Rose Bowl? No, uh, they went three out of the four years okay. I was there. We beat them my senior year Very and cool. was eligible. Okay, but we were that was that was the year 1981 where five teams. In the Pac-10, were on probation. Okay. What happened was there was some guys that from all over the Pac-10 took some some courses during the summer um, at a LA LA Junior College. Okay. And it turns out that those courses were were not right or something. Okay. And there was so, some funkiness yeah, that went yeah, on there. Yeah, funky. No. Yeah. So five schools were on probation, but my senior year, we 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 ended up like number three or four in the country, and at one time we were number two in the country. We beat Ohio State uh, in Columbus, 17-zip. We beat uh, USC at the time. Uh, um, uh, Purdue was hot. We beat Purdue. We were on a roll sure. my senior year. Had a heck of a year. That's cool. Senior year. Yeah. And yeah. then, like I said, you get drafted, 81, fifth round with the Lions. Um, like you said, you played with Billy Sims. Um, talk about kind of those, those early days. Who were some of the toughest guys that you, you played against? kind of in those early years was that like Dan Hampton some of those yeah, type of guys Dan and I go back because my sophomore year that same year I was telling you about was his senior year and UCLA played Arkansas in the Fiesta Bowl okay so that's kind of how I kind of made a name for myself as a sophomore in the Fiesta Bowl I was going against the all-american Dan consensus Hampton. all-american Dan Hampton okay 
And I had a pretty good day against him, you know, kind of shut him down. Nice. You know, no tackles, no sacks kind of thing. And they That's were like, it. who's this kid, you know? just shut down the animal. <laughs> yeah, so then when I got with the Lions and he's he's at the Bears, we, you know, we became friends and, and kept in touch and, and played against each other, that whole thing. But so when I, you know, guys like him um, – uh, I remember Richard playing, Dent. Richard Dent was a beast. You know, I, I just talked to Richard last week. No man. kidding. We, I'm a big Richard Dent oh. guy. So my timeline was like I said, I left Boston in '84. Okay. So obviously, so we we wouldn't we we would have been rivals with our with our basketball fandom there in the early '80s. Obviously, yeah. you know, different coasts. And then I came to I was in Chicago and and we moved. Talk about a a, a year to leave Boston. We leave my family leaves Boston. We end up in suburban Chicago. The year the Bulls drafted Michael Jordan, and the year that the Bears went to the Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, you can't. I mean, what? Well, a, my claim what a to fame hot, against hot those '85 Bears okay. was I was in Miami when we played them that Monday night and beat oh, them. Oh no night. I played, way! I played See, in that is, game. This is what I wanted out of having you in here. The stories that you can tell. I mean, <laughs> yeah, what a game! I played in that, that game. Someone forgot to cover Nat Moore. <laughs> you know, that was the. Let me tell you, that was the simplest game plan we had all year long. Against that 46, 46 defense. defense. You knew Buddy was coming. Get the ball out quick. What it was was we took the first five offensive linemen, you know, five linemen. We took their first five guys in front of us, whoever it was. Mm-hmm. And all we did was throw – Marino just threw hot based on the blitz because you can't blitz and cover at the same time. And it put their DBs one-on-one with Nat Moore and Mark Duper, Duper and, Clayton. and Clayton. Sure. You can't do that. Carved them up that night. And we carved them up that night. Crazy. Yeah. That was, I remember how livid Ditka was after that game. He was yeah. absolutely livid. Plus, you know, you had all the intangibles where we wanted to keep the, the you know, the 72 Dolphins Right, there was thing. that connection, sure. And let me tell you, that night in the Orange Bowl, I've never seen a stadium rock like that night. That night was so electric. Uh, you know, you could feel the, the oh, stands it was, shaking. It was crazy. Huh? The, the stands were shaking. Uh, ladies uh, flashing us. <laughs> <laughs> it was just. It was just. The Orange Bowl was on fire that okay. night. That's and cool. It was just a special night. We could do no wrong, and we defeated. The, you that know, was it. You'll always. You years. always have that. You're the. You're the yeah. one, one. One. You handed them the one loss, and then they. You know, they marched through the playoffs and. You know, like I said, as I was doing my homework after we, you know, when I reached after I reached out to you last night, you know, what a lot of people don't realize, you know, some of our younger listeners, um, that was a time where only one, there was only one wildcard team, right? Or yeah, two, yeah, 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 yeah. So there was only one wildcard team. Yeah. So you were on some really good teams that didn't make the playoffs. Like that, yeah. that one year with the Dolphins, you were, you guys were eight and eight, and you didn't make the playoffs. Make Today's the playoffs. NFL, you would make it no, no problem. Yeah, right. And, Based and, on the standings that year, because there was only twenty eight teams. Exactly, and what we were hoping that year was that uh, there was going to be a rematch in the Super Bowl. So we went on and 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 went to the uh, AFC Championship game, and we lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, and that's when Patriots and the yeah, Bears right, played right. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. What a what a what that would have been a nice rematch. What man. a great season! Oh yeah, 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 in the Superdome. Yeah, yeah definitely would have been a better game than yeah. than forty six ten. I mean, you know, <laughs> I was there. It was it was it was crazy, man. And we want we wanted to we wanted to make a rematch. You know, so it'd be, yeah. It would and be, I know they wanted the Bears wanted us in sure. the worst it would, way. It would know? have been interesting to see if if Ditka could have controlled Buddy 
to not have him go go crazy against Marino. It would have been a wild game because you know, I, yeah. you know they would have had to play a different coverage than the 46, right? Because oh, learning if, if they we went carved it up the yeah, first time. I mean, how many yards did Marino throw for that game? I forget uh, it was 350 easy, right? Uh, easily. And then uh you know, I had an affinity for those 85 Bears. A lot of them were friends, man. I Great grew, guys. I grew up with Todd Bell, you know. Okay. Todd Bell and I, he's from Middletown, Ohio. I'm from Dayton. As he was one of my best friends in the world. Passed away, unfortunately, too oh, wow. soon. Uh, you know, Otis Wilson, I still talk to Otis all the time. Man. So cool. The only one guy I, I, I you know, I... He just still gets me sometimes. Is, is uh, um, the fridge? No, no, Wilbur Marshall. Oh, Wilbur. Oh, Wilbur was a talker, man. Oh yeah. From the first play to the. <laughs> <laughs> and he got said, that contract. Oh God, I said Wilbur, will you just shut the hell up, so you know, so we could play football? <laughs> Steve McMichael, they had a great, great team, man. All right, well, that was phenomenal. I knew it was going to be. That was the first half of the show. Um, thanks to Larry Lee. He's going to come back to the second half. We're going to tell some more stories. We're going to talk some football. Um, again, Brennan Senna filling in for CB and Maz. Thanks to Larry Lee. Uh, thanks to Warren RV uh, Storage Facility in Warren. Again, it was a great show. Thanks for being here. Brennan Senna saying we'll see you again soon. Thank you.